This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Before we call on Rav Lopiansky to speak, uh, just a, free, a few thank yous are really in order. Um, firstly, um, didn't have much to do with this evening, and in fact, not with the entire trip. And I just want to thank my wife, who not only has been involved in the practicalities of this, but really was the driving force of bringing Rav Lopiansky out. Um, she's been uh, drinking from his shirim, from the recordings, for a long time, and she really just felt that it would be an amazing thing for our community. Um, to, to, to be exposed to Rav Lapiansky, so really a lot of the credit is due to her, and Yashikach uh, to her for not just only the dream, but also the practicalities of each and every item on the tables, and really a big Yashikach to you. Um, and then just to Rav Lapiansky, he's really traveled a huge distance with um, tremendous mysterious nefesh to come here and to share with Dibre Torah, and it's really been uh, a big chizuk for us and for the entire community, um, really to just uplift uh, to, to a different level of the, the type of Torah that he can share with us, so uh, we're really very grateful to him for, for being with us and for uh, Rav I, um, I want to echo the observation about what I've seen, the, the Tabax, the amount of work and, and the non-stop um, juggling and jiggling of different schedules and preparing everything and just making sure that there's nothing I'm in want for. Credible um, I'm very grateful and, and thankful. Um, I spoke to my wife before. She's at Israel now. She's visiting. And I told her my topic is going to be about how to keep marriages fresh. And she asked me, well, what's the answer? <laughs> and I told her to take an occasional trip to South Africa. <laughs> so you've solved part of the problem. Now, now we have to... So I could suggest going to the States occasionally, and that, that might work for some people. Um, but I guess I, I would try to address the topic in a little bit of a different way, because there are sort of two types of weariness. There is a physical weariness where we do something constantly. Um, it's difficult, a difficult task to do anything constantly. And that calls for different types of remedies, um, sort of specific, going out, occasionally take a break, and things of that nature. There are people more competent than me probably to, to offer that advice, and it's not um, what, I, what I would especially be feel it's important to offer. There's another thing, and that's a much deeper sense. For people who um, want to feel accomplishments in life, and feel that they are using their time well and accomplish many things, when something, when the rate of return starts becoming sort of flat, the curve comes flat, it's like an investment firm. You know, you're always looking for growth, and as soon as something levels off, that's considered kind of a company to get rid of, that's considered failure. So somewhere along the line, it's not only marriage, but the truth is even Yiddishkeit. There is um, a type of whether a person is born from, and as you go through yeshiva, there's a time when you become very excited. Uh, like most, a, a boy who does well in school, like 16, 17, 18, 19, feels he's going to become the next Rebbe Vager, and it flattens off. Um, and a person who took to Yiddishkeit later in life, 
There's, a, there's an extraordinary growth curve, and then it sort of settles in. And it becomes disappointing because we have so much inspiration in terms of accomplishing great things and doing great things and becoming a great person. And there's, there is a, a segment of time that we're used to seeing that. And we go from being you know, somebody with little connection to kind to a lot, to being completely involved, and that's amazing. And then in the completely involved, yes, there's a little fine-tuning here, fine-tuning there, but we don't actually get a feeling that we're moving very far. So this is in Yiddishkeit, this is in personal growth, and it's true in marriage as well. Um, the, 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 the time surrounding when one gets married is extremely exciting, and a person moves from being <coughs> what Chazal says a half a person to a complete person, and, and there's tremendous growth, and then it sort of levels off. So disregarding the physical, and let's call it physical-emotional weariness, which is dealt best, you know, with local um, remedies and, and, and again, people who are who, who are who are who are wise in that. But then there's this bigger hashkafa issue of well, what's happening? Where am I going? And so on. And that's something that I would like to address because in that area, if we change our perspective, or more than change our perspective, if we understand it correctly, then we will be in a much better place. It's, we don't need to change, we need to understand. And that's, we'll try to do something along those lines. Um, I, I, the, um, the, I, I want to bring one source first. There's a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. It says that, the Mishnah says, God judges the world at four times, and on Rosh Hashanah, Every all creatures of the world pass by, and once a year we're judged. There's another Mandiyamer who says that we're judged every day, and he brings a pasuk. It says every morning we're judged, and we're considered new people every morning. So in Rosh Hashanah we're considered new people, and every morning we're considered new people, and that's why we have we wash our hands and so on and so forth. And finally, Rabbi Yossi says. Um, a person is judged every hour. And he brings a Pasuk to prove his point, as it says, an extraordinary I would like to toss in a question. According to the Mandelma that holds with judged every hour, does he make a big deal out of Rosh Hashanah? So, I mean, so Rosh Hashanah is just one of 365 days times 24 hours. Um, not much unusual happening with Hashanah. D- did he did he make a big deal out of it? I'm sure he did. And the same thing with the person holds every day. So, so how do we understand it? And there seems to be an understanding <laughs> as far as any machlokas that's not halachic oriented, but much more um, in agadita, what's called the, the sort of hashkaf areas, that we try to resolve the machlokas as actually being different perspectives about a certain issue. Each one is adding a point that complements the other. So being that this is not really a, of, of halachic significance, there's one small point that Mars speaks about exactly when to pray for sick people, but, but by and large, this is a type of machlokas about understanding a, a situation of din in the world. We, we're going to try to understand it that they complement each other, and each and every one of them He's describing something else. So, 
With that, I want to um, read a different medrash, a little bit of a lengthy medrash, but, and then I'll try to go back and uh, explain, understand this medrash. This is a medrash tanhuma, one of medrashim, it's on Pasha's Kedoshim. And it goes as follows. The Pasik says, Kisavoa la aretz unitatem. If and when, when you come to Eretz Yisrael and you plant trees, and all fruits become prohibited for three years. This is the law of Arla. Um, you may be familiar with it. It means that a fruit for the first three years of its, of its growing is, um, is prohibited. Um, if anyone has any problems, first of all, in Chutzlaret, unless you know 100% sure it's Arla, you don't have to, you, you, you can eat it. And normally most trees don't give fruit for three years. It's only if you accelerate the growth. In Israel, there are certain crops that are a problem, but that's a side point. So it says, that's what it says, and it's normally dealing with the laws of, of this Arla. But the Pasuk is a little bit askew. It should have said, if you'll plant, if fruit will grow, or forget about the planting part, the first three years of fruit are prohibited as Arla. The word means you shall plant the fruit, and it will become prohibited for three years. It sounds as if the Pasuk is commanding us to plant. So the Medjah says, yes. Amal makarish baruchu, Yisrael, afal pishet timtsu also meleakal tov. Even though Eretz Yisrael is full of all good, you'll, you'll, you'll come there, you'll find it a blossoming country filled with gardens and, 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 and vineyards and so on. Lo tomru neisha Don't sit and not uh, and not plant trees. The word nata specifically refers to planting trees. It's, it's a very specific term that has been used here. You should be very careful to plant trees. That's the Pasuk says, and you shall plant. Take that as, a, as sort of a commandment. Um, and it's just like you came in and you found trees that were planted by others, and you weren't, and and uh, you ate from their fruit. You shall plant, even though you may never live to eat from it. Um, and the end of the medrash is, and then I'll go back to a point in the middle. Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Yisrael, "Limdu learn from me." It says, Baruch planted trees. He planted an entire Ganeidin of trees. So learn from me to plant trees. That's the framework of the Medrash. Um, it's obviously nice to plant trees. It's definitely nothing against it. Hard to believe that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu says about something, they planted trees, referring to simply forestation to keep things nice and that becomes a mitzvah, there must be something else we're talking about. And in the middle over here, the Medrash, in the bulk of the Medrash, brings a story. It says, Hadrian, he was traveling somewhere to do battle. He was going to do battle with a country that had rebelled, and he found an old man that was planting fig trees. Andrianus told him, you're an old man, and you're working hard, and for others, you'll never eat the fruit of your labor. So he told him, 
my king, um, I'm planting. If I will be fortunate, I will eat the fruit. And if not, my children will eat. It says Hadrian was busy six years in, the, in, in fighting the wars, and he was traveling back. When he traveled back, the old man took a basket of fruit, filled it up with, the, with his nice figs, and he brought it to Hadrian. And he said, my king, this is an offering. I'm the old man that you saw six years ago. This is me, and these are the fruits. So he said, he got very, very, um, he was very moved, Adrian, Hadrian, and he, told, um, and he told his servants to fill up their basket with gold. He went back home, and the neighbors all find out immediately. You know, everyone said, wow, did you see? This old man came back with a pot of gold. What happened? Well, he brought figs to Hadrian, and Hadrian filled it with gold. So it says there was a neighbor there heard, and she told her husband, you're a loser. Everybody goes, you're, you're sitting in an old dumpy house. Our neighbor took, took figs to the king, and he filled it with gold. Go. So he, took it, so he filled it up with all sorts of sweet fruit, and he brought it to the king. He got there. And he told the king, I'll bring you a basket of, 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 of figs. The, the king had him beaten up and tossed out. And he told his wife, it's good, I didn't listen to you completely because you told me to bring a strogim. Imagine if we were going to strogim, he would have banged me up with a strogim. At least the figs are soft and it was okay. That's the story over here. Um, so, and this is the story used to illustrate what it is, Natia, what, what is planting of trees and um, the quality it has and something. The story is trying to tell us something in line of what happened. So let's go back to the first point and let's talk a little bit about it. We, we measure things in units of time. In other words, um, we have it, it, certain things should take X amount of time to happen. And that becomes one unit. Um, it's and and, uh, and then we multiply. Everything has. We talk about days. We talk about months. We talk about weeks, and so on. The world of mitzvahs, in the world of things that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us, there are mitzvahs that are measured in hours. There are mitzvahs measured in days, and there are mitzvahs measured in years. When it says that Hakadosh Baruch Hu tests us either every hour or every day or every year, it really, really depends on the activity. In other words, one unit of a certain activity is an hour or a fraction of a second, and one unit of a certain activity is a day, and one is, 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 is a year. That's how the unit is. And it means that you, you don't test a half a unit you, you need to evaluate a unit. And different items have different time frames. That's what the, 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 that's what the Gemara Shashan is telling us, how to look <coughs> at different Ruchti sticker enterprises. So let's give an example. Scrambled eggs. If, if someone told they're making scrambled eggs and an hour passes, you're, you're entitled to sort of inquire about the health and well-being of the scrambled eggs. Like, you know, an hour passed, they may have been, you know, they may be in a different world, some else's stomach, or, or they may never have come to the world. An hour for scrambled eggs is, is a very, very long time. If a person put up a cholent, and then half hour later you're inquiring as to the cholent, 
um, you're a pest. Um, you, you, you need to give it a day or whatever it is that it takes for a child. So, so, so really, the unit of time that measures it is, is, is the appropriate measure of something, and it gives us a sense of what it is, and so on. There are many different areas of Ruchnius, and each one has its appropriate time frame how to measure it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu placed something in the world, a spiritual enterprise that's called Nitiya, that's called planting a tree. And that's probably the longest scope. When we plant, um, there are some things that grow within a few weeks, tomatoes or whatever it is, grows in a few weeks. Wheat in Israel takes a year, full year cycle, the way it works. Um, trees take for a very, very long time, and they many times are bigger than the person. What Adrenius wanted, what Adrenius admired, was not the figs, but the netia. In other words, Adrenius saw a person whose scope of activity was big. He, he, he could think not in a lifetime. He could think in something that transcended a lifetime. And therefore, um, his, his scope of activity was, was, was so big. And that's what Hadrian admired. And that's why he filled it with gold. When the fool came and bought him figs, figs are worthless. I mean, they're, they're worth very little. It wasn't figs. It was Natia. Natia is a very, very big thing. And when Hadrian understood that this old man had a different perspective, a, diff- a different measure of things and time, then that way he admired. And that's why Kodesh Baruch Hu says, Gan Eden is the place of schar. It means it's the place of accomplishment where you recognize accomplishment and realize accomplishment. Recognition and realization is for is is, is an atia because we're talking about humanity's scope of activity. Now, the, um, the there is an issue that we have because it says that when the trees were originally made, we the taste of the bark of the tree was similar to the fruit, and esterig is the only exception that we have today like that. Everything else, wood tastes like wood, and whatever it tastes like doesn't taste like the fruit, and the fruit tastes like the fruit. The Gemara says esterig tree has some feel for it. It's considered a, a curse. It's considered that it, the, the, the bria came out wrong, and you couldn't quite get the taste of the fruit in the, in the, in the tree. What it means is, while the process of nitiya transcends years and possibly lifetime and maybe just the scope of the world like an Eden is, is, is the, is, that was planted at the beginning of the world and will, well, will be offered at the end of the world we could at least feel it we could taste it as it was growing we don't have that but even if we could have it it would be counterproductive because we'd be focusing on eating the bark instead of, instead of the fruit it's, it's about the fruit not about the bark so we need to start um, thinking about life and different activities and trying to get a sense of what's the measure of time. So um, certain things uh, can be measured as a unit, a self-contained unit. And therefore, a, um, a person, let's say, davens. So it's, it, davening takes an hour, let's say, and that's a davening. A person can give tzedakah, 
It takes time to earn the money. It takes time to think about giving it and giving it. But these have <coughs> bite-sized, measurable units. Um, a little of a shofar, blown shofar. So Rosh Hashanah, we stand in anticipation. We blow the shofar. It takes total between all the tkiyas, let's say it takes 20, a half hour, whatever it is. And we have a complete unit of tkiyas shofar. And we can deal with that well. We feel the excitement, the anticipation, and we do it. Let's even go... Um, now, let, let's go to something like studying Torah. Studying Torah is a long process. Yes, in the beginning, going from knowing no Mishnahis to one Mishnah it is a big leap, and we can measure it with a Mishnah. He's started Mishnahis. But when you want to learn Mish- Mishnah, the, the unit of time is, or the unit of accomplishment is quite big. So um, it's not that it's not going to be dreary, but if we anticipate the satisfaction that we had with the first Mishnah, we're going to have when we do the entire Mishnayas. So whatever it takes. We need to understand the identity of each mitzvah in terms of what is its natural unit. The um, marriage is the possibly the scope of a lifetime avoda, because it goes to the person himself. Lavado and running your life with a partner is, an, is, is probably the most essential Avodah Hashem. And that is a lifetime. Because Lotov Yos Adam Levado means that the person himself um, cannot, his existence is truncated. It's not, it would be nice to have a partner. I, I'm missing a partner. And therefore, we're talking, the, 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 the concept of marriage, as a Gashbaru put it in, as a shlemus of the person, as a vodas Hashem, is a lifetime. So if we're to measure a marriage, the unit of time is a lifetime. So it's very difficult for us to think of it that way, but, it's, 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 um, but at least understand that way. The, and the problem is there are, the chuppah itself is measured in a day, in an hour. And it's an event in its own right, an extraordinary uplifting event. But imagine a person looking back in his last day and saying, I had <coughs> 60, 70 years of a strong and healthy marriage. That's, that's a scope of, of, that's an incredible scope of, of, of Avoda. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's the right way to measure it. When, when uh, imagine the following: a kid comes excited. Well, we had a great, great trip to wherever it is, um, and the and so he's very excited. And the scope of a, of a fantastic time for a, chi- for a kid is is a trip, a day, uh, some some sort of unit like that. When somebody who's an adult, and uh, being that I am in the year for my mother, two months ago, and I look back and I say I had a wonderful, happy, healthy home, which I did. Um, how's that measured? Can I, so somebody says, well, which day exactly was it? Well, the, the quote-unquote monotony of it, the uneventfulness of it, is what it was. Meals were there every day. Patience was there every day. I was sent off to school every day. I was, you know, taken care of every day. I, 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 the, the, the dependability of me as a child to my parents was a constant. What makes it stable and happy was that it didn't go like this, or even if it just go... 
even if it would be like every day is more fun than the other day, it's not a stable home. It's not. It's a, I don't know what it is, but, but uh, it, 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 there's a certain normalcy, rhythm, stability, and so on that makes it what it is. And the, and the unit of time is, for me as a child, was my childhood, you know, Polish adulthood, and then the ongoing relationship, which was always positive and there and so on. So we're dealing here with um, a phenomena that is difficult. We can't wrap our arms around it because it's basically one of, uh, the, the unit of measure is a lifetime. Um, so the first point that I'm trying to make is understanding what's, the, what's one unit of it. What is one unit? I, I want to bring a, 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 um, a muscle, um, an analogy from a halacha. <laughs> I may or may not be able to explain it well, but um, I, I, I think at least the flavor of it will understand. There's a concept in halacha that there are shiurim. There's a size, a minimal size. So, for instance, if a person um, eats less than an hour-size <coughs> bit of something he shouldn't, it's an avera. He doesn't get punished uh, uh, through bezdin, but it's an avera. You know, it's called chatsi shir is aser. Yet, even though it's only half the size of what's what's considered punishable, but prohibited is any amount. That's called chatsi shir aser. Very very famous point, and, and so on. Everyone asks, when you carry something for Amos, which is about two meters on Shabbos in a, in a public domain, that's when you have the affair of carrying it. If you carry less than that, there's not even a prohibition of Chatishir. There's never been a prohibition. Don't do it. But um, in terms, and you know, it's, it's one of the questions pondered when you study Gemara, and one of the classic answers is some sizes are a measure of quantity. Some describe the essence. An olive bit of tray for food is how much. Carrying for almost defines what carrying is. Shuffling something along less is just not carrying. I'm using the analogy that units, basic units of size describe also the event. So um, we do have a problem. It's a problem that is something that is um, it, it's innate to the nature of the Avodah Hashem. It, we struggle with it because had things been well, then HaKadosh Baruch gave us the ability to taste the fruit in, in the tree as it's growing. So, yes, the fruit itself is, the, the figs are a few more years off, but I can sense it in the bark already. And at least it gives me the sense of it. Today, that problem is, is, you know, it's a real problem. So I, I would suggest two, two things in line with this. First of all, um, it, just knowing and understanding it, that when it's not... So if, if marriage was measured day by day, then it's just another humdrum day. In other words, I've, I've done 365 days, this is 366 day, 367... It's, it, it gets monotonous. But if completing the journey is, is, is gives me the whole, I have imagined is a, 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 you know, 75 years worth of it, then, then 
I'm, I'm still, it, I haven't completed it yet. I'm completing it. And every piece, every day that goes by in, 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 in where each one of us is sharing the goals and doing what we're supposed to do is a piece of that puzzle. So it's, we're not repeating things. We're, we're taking each and every day and putting it into its place. I, I want to add, using this point, something else. Part of monotony is we're redoing the same thing. So, for instance, if I'm working on an assembly line, and when we, when we studied uh, way back when, um, the history of social, social studies it was called by us, it was like commemoration stuff, it explained that assembly line did wonders for manufacturing, but people were bored stiff out of having to all day long just crank out whatever it was. But if you were to build a car yourself, it would take as much time, and you would be doing 10,000 steps. You, you would, it would be the same amount of steps. But the difference is, do I perceive myself doing over 10,000 times, or are there 10,000 steps to complete a unit? If marriage is putting in, you know, to 120 to 70 years of, of having each day put in well, then it's not repetitious. Each day is different. It's different in the sense that I need to add another day and another day and another day. So one point is perspective that we gain on it. A second way of dealing with it is um, if a person were to mimic this Gemara that we spoke about, and if a person would sit down uh, year by year and then make a cheshmer, let's take an analogy from Chinuch. You know, our kids have their issues and, and struggles, and we, we, we sit down with the child, we, we explain, we, we push, we pull, whatever we do. And within one week, we didn't see improvement. And, and uh, we're, all, we're, we're all august and we're all upset and so on. But if you were to sit down at the end of a year, not, not measure at all the progress until the end of the year, I think if we would sit once a year and do it, we'd have a lot more sensible and, and, and pleasant results than if we were to do it day by day or minute by minute, as mothers normally do. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, because the real, the real development of a child is a much larger scope than second to second, minute to minute. And, and it, it just by simply... So if a person were to make once a year, and not more than once a year, to, to, to see where have we moved forward, how much have we accomplished in a year, then a person would have a very different sense because if you go day by day, it, it's, yes, the one day less is accomplished, one day is more is accomplished, and it's, it's not, being that marriage is a, is a scope of a lifetime, it's not, even, it's not even a fraction in that sense. So, so learning, and it is a good thing, as we make our chesmer and nefesh vashashani and kippah for the things that we need to fix, we need to make the chesmer and nefesh of, of how far we've gone forward. It's, 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 it's a much healthier exercise for a child and certainly for a relationship between a husband and wife. There's a, there's, a, there's a fascinating phenomenon that biologists study. Every living being, as soon as it steps out of its mother's womb, it, it so quickly does not need care. It so quickly develops into something um, that, you know, it, it's almost, a, a, as soon as biologically possible, it's gone and out and self-sufficient. Some animals within hours, within days, certainly within weeks, it, it's gone. Human uh, children, um, it, it, it's, it, by all counts, 
it takes, you know, two decades, and after sitting in Kolo, many more decades, and, you know, the, 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 and, and it's, why? It doesn't seem right. Like, if we're, if we're such a developed animal, why is it like that? So, biologists give, give, give their type of terutsim, you know, in line, why, I, for some evolutionary reason, it would be better. It, it really, it, 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 it's, it's, it's such a limp answer. It doesn't even, I mean, I, I read it, it was silly, it was nonsense. The truth is because the processes of a human being stretch over a lifetime. An animal is only important minute to minute. His, he, he belongs to the class of things that are momentary. So right now, I need a chicken, I need an egg, I need a cow, I need the milk. There's no lifetime. It's, it's, it's a cow is significant now. Is it giving milk, not giving milk? Is it ready for shrit, not ready for shrit, skinning, whatever it is? It doesn't have the scope of existence that a person has. A human being has a very different scope of existence. Our, our, our units are lifetime units. And that's why childhood is development. And every day is, it, the fact that it's slower, it's just like, let's go back to cooking again. Um, I, I used to, for, for many years, I commuted back and forth, and for the first time in my life, I had to fend for myself and cook for myself. So I had very little experience cooking. My wife is an extremely good cook, and I'm extremely poor at it. And um, so I had to start learning the skills myself. Being that I think like a man thinks, so I would come back uh, later than I expected. I have to put up supper, and it said on the package, cook for an hour, bake for an hour at 350 degrees. And it was late. I had to get back again to yeshiva. So as alumni said, if for an hour on 350 degrees would be similar to 700 degrees for a half hour. No, it's logical. It's, 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 it's the way a man thinks about these things. So I discovered that, no, a half hour at 700 doesn't give the same results as an hour at 350. And because something that simmers, that slow process, produces a lot better results than a very quick process. Um, we are given 20 years to develop because... Developing is important for us. It's not just a means to get to being able to walk and, and, and stuff food down our mouths ourselves. It's, it's, a, it's a process. So it produces something way beyond an animal at the end, but it requires a different measuring rod of units. So I don't have a quick answer and uh, a quick fix because that's in the system. Um, that's the nature of it. But I think understanding that the unit of these are these are on materials. This is exactly what Chazal called planting. Hashem said that my most the activity that's most divine is not the quick growing of a, of, a, of wheat. Hashem makes wheat grow, but that's a very quick. I need food, so it's there. Natiya is an entirely different type of process. It's something that is uniquely divine. And that's why Gan Eden is full of trees rather than just f grain growing. It's why you come to Israel. Hashem says, even though you found fruit there, and even though you're going to plant, and you'll never see your trees bearing fruit, but planting trees that will bear fruit, whether I can, whether that process uh, outlives me or not, is uniquely what a person does on a high matrega. This is what pr a person is supposed to be about. And of all the activities, the lifetime activity for us is a home. 